Believe it or not. Strange, the bizarre, the unexpected. Unbelievable? Believe it. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Incomparable, inimitable, illimitable, inestimable, introducer of immeasurable, incalculable, incredible impossibility. Welcome to the Ripley's Believe It or Not cast, the podcast that brings you deep into the strange, the bizarre, and the unusual. I'm Colton Cruz. And I'm Jordi Orlando. If you're wondering where Brent and Ryan are, don't worry. They're off preparing for season two of the Notcast. Adam Darkart here as well. And in the meantime, we're going to be taking a closer look at the or not side of Ripley's Believe It or Not. This week, we're discussing the reality of the phrase, lightning never strikes the same place twice. Whether it's about good luck or a reassurance against a bad thing happening again, The phrase has worked its way into the modern lexicon as a way to characterize something that is unlikely or impossible. For all our intuition, lightning seems to disagree. Consulting expert Storm Chasers, we found lightning can and will strike any location multiple times. According to meteorologist Dan Robinson, the odds are practically inevitable given enough time. When a storm's electric charge builds up, it can discharge it to the ground in the form of a lightning bolt. Believe it or not, a bolt does nothing to change the composition of a storm itself. As soon as it recharges, there's nothing that physically changes the odds of lightning touching down there again. So it's not like a, a battery or your phone or something where like the more you use it, the less power there no, is. No, I, I think the electricity is limitless. There's nowhere for that energy to go but back into the atmosphere. It is a little tough to believe where this one came from. Like, In what world do we think weather is kind enough to say, nope, not there. <laughs> I've, I've already hit that point. Right, like it's sentient. Or something. The cloud is looking down. Like, we've done that. We've done that tree. We'll move to the next one. (laughs) Well, I mean, the whole idea that the heavens are like fate or nature is fair. I mean, that's that's pretty much the cornerstone of like religion, though, right? Like, there are rules. And the rule is don't strike the same tree. Yeah, don't strike it twice. Zeus looks there. He's like, mm, I'm pretty sure I struck that already. And he's just <laughs> well, move on to the maybe next. Maybe say, um, you know, if he doesn't finish it the first time, like he, you know, he's that's right. it. out of shame. He just can't strike the same the same thing again. Right. <laughs> there's there's definitely like thunder in every mythology. Like thunder and lightning is consistent across Greek and Norse. They've all kind of talked about it, but did they ever really define the rules? I don't know. Yeah. Or did did Thor have rules for smiting people? I don't know. Uh, are you in range of the hammer? I think that was the one rule. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tall buildings make up the majority of multi-lightning strikes. In cities with tall skylines, a single tower can experience upwards of one direct strike every 30 seconds during particularly intense storms. Cameras set up in cities have recorded lightning striking towers dozens of times across multiple years. The Sears Tower in Chicago, for example, is renowned for taking multiple lightning hits during storms, taking 10 in a single night. While tall buildings are obvious candidates for dispelling the lightning-never-strikes-twice theory, many probably wonder if the same idea holds true for people. Being Ripley's Believe It or Not, we have encountered a few people in our 100-year history who've not only been struck by lightning numerous times in their lives, but became so fearful of these occurrences that they believed themselves to be cursed. Well, in 2013, a man in Colombia named Alexander Mandon was struck by lightning not just twice, but a staggering four times in six months. He went and consulted a local healer, believing himself to be somehow cursed with a lightning-attracting affliction. Can't really blame him. The healer told him that he needed to disperse the electrical charge in his body. She suggested he bury himself in the ground up to his neck in order to cure himself. That has got to be the worst thing you want to hear from the doctor. Usually it's, you know, take two of these and come back next week. If your doctor turns around, it's like, bury yourself. Yeah, get 90% into the grave. (laughs) Well, I mean... 
does it make sense? Like grounding and electricity. He's like, he's in the ground. I mean, I, I think, I, yeah, all right. There's that little bit of nugget of mm -hmm. truth of using the word ground and grounding together. But I, I think this is a, a case of just completely just bad science of connecting no, the two sure. with no understanding of the overarching principles of electricity or lightning. Well, please note how we said he went to a healer, not a doctor. <laughs> I don't think this is the kind of thing you go to the, the regular doctor for, though. You do need a specialist in these instances. Healers only. <laughs> it's easy to see why Manton may have thought he was cursed. But there's another man I found in the Ripley's archives who Lightning surely had it out for. His name was Roy Sullivan. He worked at Shenandoah Valley National Park. Sullivan was stationed atop an observation tower during a storm. The lightning rods for the station had yet to be installed, but lightning struck the tower seven times before Sullivan decided he needed to evacuate. Just a few steps down the stairs, a bolt hit him. The strike left a half-inch burn down the side of his body and destroyed his big toe as it exploded out of his left boot. His next encounter wouldn't be until 27 years later. He was sitting in his truck when a bolt hit a nearby tree and arced in through his open window. The bolt knocked him unconscious and he crashed his truck into a ditch. A year later, he was struck at his home and his wife was injured as well. Sullivan famously wore his singed ranger hat to tell his story, but the seasoned park veteran could no longer bear the fear of another strike. Each time his hair was burned or lit on fire and he was gravely injured. He feared people around him could be hurt, and he began taking immediate shelter during storms, and even went so far as to carry a bucket of water in the back of his truck to put out his hair should it catch fire. Sullivan was struck twice more before leaving the park service. The seventh time he was struck, he was shortly set upon by a bear while trying to find help. He managed to fend off the bear by whacking it with a stick, a feat he claimed to have been fairly used to doing as a ranger. It's rumored that Sullivan was struck many more times. Many feel that he might have not found it worth reporting, or that he thought people wouldn't believe him. There were, however, only seven officially recorded by the Shenandoah National Park Superintendent. Sullivan found little peace in retirement, killing himself over an unrequited love. That has got to be the worst job ever. And, like, how do you put that politely to your boss? Like, hello, I've been struck by lightning again. Yeah, no, it was, it, again, curse. Like, there's, there's, it's hard to... You know, we just talked about how silly it was to do the grounding thing, but mm -hmm. for this man to think he was cursed to suffer from multiple lightning strikes sounds kind of reasonable. Yeah, like, is there some sort of, like, workman's comp for getting struck by lightning, like, <laughs> some sort of compensation? Is that on the OSHA poster? Like, don't go outside in storm and wave metal rods? <laughs> But he wasn't even doing that. It's just like it had it out for him, it seems. Uh, after three times, you've got to ask the question, though, like, what is he doing? Is he wearing, like, <laughs> carrying his umbrella at all times, just holding it up? Was he really tall? <laughs> <laughs> I do know. It's, I do think it's interesting that the um, tower he was in with the first strike struck seven times, and then it was seven times Ooh. that he, like, ended up being struck by lightning. That's kind of interesting. Did the Shenandoah National Park not provide a healer on staff? Probably not, yeah. That's what he needed. He needed to bury himself. That was the whole problem. But then he would have been attacked by bears. Mm. He couldn't win. Yeah, no, when I was when I was reading his record, it said that he fought off 22 bears in his career as well, but that he was very used to it. It was just a normal thing. So 22 bears, seven lightning strikes. Could he not have been employed somewhere else? Another <laughs> park must have been, look at this man. We'll take him. Well, other people that were going to apply for the jobs probably saw this guy and were like, uh, maybe I don't want this job. <laughs> That'll be a no from me. Yeah. Well, there you have it. You can believe it. Lightning does strike twice, often with severe consequences. Believe it or not. 
The Interim Notcast is produced by myself and Sabrina Seek. Our executive producer is Amanda Joyner, and special thanks go out to Brent and Ryan for letting us host while they're at work on Season 2. As always, you can find more stories and other or nots on our website, ripleys.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and the Notcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. Please leave a review for the Notcast on iTunes. It really helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, email us at notcast at ripleys.com or tweet us at ripleys. Tune in next week when we explore the story of America's fattest president getting stuck in a White House bathtub. It's really hard not to giggle when I hear that story name come (laughs) out. Yes.